0: Now we're good. So okay. then uh, <laughs> a little snafu. Okay, we were trying to make it look like we didn't. But, but we did. So. Whoops. <laughs> so um, on March 20th, which is record date in 1934, John and Billy Boy, moved into the Lincoln Court Apartments in St. Paul, Minneapolis, using the names of Mr. and Mrs. Carl T. Hellman. And this is hilarious to me. They chose the last name of Hellman. Oh, <laughs> like that's why would funny. you do something a little less obvious, you guys? <laughs> I also liked the Twin Cities. Um, well, at this point, the Twin Cities was kind of like a haven for criminals, uh, as you might remember um, from the Stillwater ghost thing we did. Yeah, she like talked about how like there are a lot of gangsters and stuff in the areas, and yeah. So at this point, it was not a safe place to be. Right. So um unfortunately for the pair the fake name did not fool daisy coffee their landlady <laughs> Smart lady. And i know right what a badass um on march 30th so 10 days later she went to the boi st paul field office and told them about the couple and their new hudson sedan The BOI started watching. I just want to be like, the boy. Did she (laughs) know who they were? Or did she just, was she just like, I'm suspicious of you? I think she knew who they were. Because at this point, there's a nationwide manhunt for John Dillinger. So his picture is probably out there. Yeah. And so I think she probably knew. Okay. Um, Smart of her
1: to just like on the slide, just be like, hey. Yeah,
0: right. Ballsy lady. Tell you what. Um, so the BOI starts watching the apartment building that night. And the next morning, Agent Nalls and Agent Coulter took action. So I want to warn you. This, there's a part in here that's coming up that's going to get kind of confusing. So please let me know if you need clarification. Okay. Because there's a bit of a gunfight. Okay. So um, on that next morning, so March 31st. Um, Agent Nalls circles the block, looking for the Dillinger's new car, and I'm just gonna call them the Dillingers because That's like fine. they were common life husband and wife. Yeah. So, um, but he couldn't find anything, so he parked on Lincoln Avenue near Lexington and remained in the car while watching agent coulter and st paul police detective henry cummings enter the building can i uh, time out real quick yes did you look up these streets i was going to but then i just figured i would do it and post them later okay i was just curious if they're still the same street names these buildings aren't standing anymore there's only one i think that's still standing okay um and i don't actually name that because i was like this is getting kind of long so um unpause yeah (laughs) sorry so okay Enters uh, the building. Yes, while they are inside, Homer Van Meter, um, that that old friend, um, pulls up and parks on the north side of the building. He is in like a like a green Ford, I think, and he's part of the gang. Yes. Okay. So, um, before Homer gets up to the apartment, Detective Cummings and Agent Coulter go up to John and Billy's apartment door, and they knock. Billy answers the door, opening it only about two or three inches. She informs them that she's not dressed and asks them to come back later. They tell her that they'll wait. While they're waiting, Homer comes into the hallway and asks Agent Coulter if his name is Johnson. When Coulter says it isn't, Homer goes to the stairs to leave. As he's starting down the stairs, Agent Coulter asks Homer what his name is, and Homer just responds with, I'm a soap salesman, end quote, (laughs) which is hilarious. Believable. Yes. Um, And then Coulter asks where Homer's samples are. And Homer says that they're in his car. They then ask for his ID, which he says he doesn't have. And and then he kind of like continues down the stairs. Agent Coulter waits about 30 seconds before following Homer down the stairs. When he reaches the ground floor, Homer opens fire on him. Coulter runs outside with Homer chasing him, but instead of following the agent outside, Homer runs back inside. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. So, right now, we have our two BOI agents outside the building, one detective inside the building. John Dillinger and Billy are in their apartment, and Homer is on the first floor of the building. Okay. Okay. So, there's one sitting in a car outside and one that just ran outside from the inside. Yes. Okay. So, at that point, um, Agent Knowles points out the Ford that Homeware had pulled up in, and Coulter shoots out one of the tires to disable it, and then waits with the car while Knowles runs to the corner drugstore for a phone to call the BOI. Oh, jeez. So, he calls the St. Paul office, but can't get through because the both of the lines were busy. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, how much this would have changed if he'd been able to get it through to the... Well,
1: I don't know what happens, so... Like... I'm
0: sure, yeah. How different things could have been. Um, Homer was able to escape by hopping onto a passing coal truck. What? Yeah, so, like, there's, like, a truck that was just, like, driving through the area, and he just, like, hopped on and, like, like hit um, himself. Okay. Because they use, like, coal for furnaces and stuff. So, I'm
1: assuming... he ran back inside, but he didn't do anything back inside. He j- he just ran back outside and got on a coal truck and it, ran
0: away. It sounds like he d- was like, okay, well, there's this guy is here, so like there was two guys upstairs and there's probably another guy outside, and I don't have the manpower or the firepower to get past two of them, so I'm gonna run back inside where I know it's safer right now, and then come up with a plan. Yeah, okay. that's kind of what it feels like to me. Um, Okay, so Billy and John were still in the apartment. Well, the little firefight was going on downstairs, and when the two hear Homer start shooting, John opens fire on the f- on the door of the apartment with a Thompson submachine gun. Detective Cummings dives out of the way, and when John comes into the hallway, he continues to fire off another round of shots that Detective Cummings returns with his revolver, but he quickly runs out of any ammunition. I think he had like eight shots. Oh, God. With one of his shots, he actually does hit John Dillinger in the left calf, but does not have the man or firepower to keep John and Billy pinned down, so he takes off after Homer and Agent Coulter downstairs.
1: So he doesn't die? No, he survived.
0: (laughs) So, was John he, Dillinger just like a really shitty shot? I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know how many people were out there. So, he was just letting it fly and just like... Didn't Interesting. And yeah. I was shocked. Okay. Because he hits John Dillinger, but John Dillinger with the submachine gun does not hit him. I'm happy. I really thought that was going to turn I, out way worse. I know. Right? So, did I. I was shocked. So, um, John and Billy go out the back door and they escape in their car and go to eddie green's apartment in minneapolis john is later treated by a shady doctor friend of green's um and the the building that they go to for him to be treated is the one that's still standing it's like a masonic something or other i don't remember what it it was called like masonic something something building yeah i don't know um and then while john is actually being treated by this doctor he has to stay at at the place that he's at for like four days and um eddie goes to visit him one day and then is killed on his way home by st paul's boi agents so one down yeah another one another one gone um on april 22nd john has another close call with boi agents in a small vacation lodge um called little bohemia which is located near present-day manitowich waters wisconsin
1: I was going to say, he needs to get out
0: of Minnesota. Yeah, he did. Um, the BOI agents arrive and see a car with three men inside. When the car starts to drive off, agents demand for them to stop. When they don't, the agents open fire. It is unclear who was in that car. If okay. they were part of John's okay, crew, if they were just other guests. Unfortunately, um, the driver was killed in that incident, but I, I don't know who the driver was.
1: My thoughts are... If we don't know who it was, probably not a gangster. Northern
0: gangster. That was my feeling, too. Um, And then Dillinger was not in the car. He and members of his gang open fire from an upstairs window in the resort. While agents are taking cover, Dillinger and his men go out through another back door and escape. These poor people at this place are probably just enjoying their little vacation. <laughs> right. All of a sudden. Pop, pop, pop. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Billy and John then go back to Morrisville, which is where his dad still lives, um, with his stepmom and half brother named like Hubert, I think. Um, some stuff happened there, but it wasn't really like super exciting or like, and this was getting long. So I just kind of was like, you know what? They go back home. They visit family. Um, but this is when, um, Billy and John get separated. Oh. So basically what happened from what I remember from the research was he was going to meet some contacts and the FBI or the BOI knew he was there and so she like went in first to like make sure it was all clear and he like stayed in the car like four blocks down and she was going to come back and get him and they arrested her instead and then they were like where is he and she's like okay so, unfortunately, the two never see each other again. Oh. Which is pretty sad, because it seems like they were very, very in love with one another.
1: Yeah, well, that's what you get when you're
0: coming criminal. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, So then, in the late May of 1934, both John Dillinger and Homer, um, Van whatever, <laughs> uh, both get some really... Release- like, shady plastic surgery done in some random house by some shady doctors. to so change changes, like, appearance? But it's weird because they don't, like, completely change their appearances. It's more, like, almost cosmetic. So from the list that I found, it said that um, it was, for John, it was mostly removing some moles from his face, filling in a scar on his nose, and then removing some dimples and changing the shape of his mouth. Okay, So none of those things would really completely alter your appearance to make you look that different. Right. Um, and then another procedure they had done was to remove their, um, fingerprints, oh. which sounded really horrific. And actually John Dillinger almost died during the procedure. What did they do? They overdosed him on one of the like medications to like knock him out oh, and he stopped shit. breathing. <laughs> And so one of the shady doctors, like, used some forceps and, like, pulled his tongue out and then jabbed his elbows into John Dillinger's um, chest and forced him to breathe. And he, like, sucked in a breath of air and, like, survived. Ugh, no. Yeah. This is why we don't get surgeries done by shady doctors.
1: Do so you know how, what like, I would think you could just, like, burn your finger... Chips and it was like a chemical
0: thing okay and it sounded like they like peeled back the skin Ooh. and the, yeah it okay. sounded really pretty gross next <laughs> um in July of 1934 John had disappeared the BOI okay. the BOI had no idea where he was for a hot minute um this time he was in Chicago good luck for them I don't think he'll stay
1: quiet for long
0: um, he was living there going by the name of Jimmy Lawrence, um, who he was th- with the background of a criminal, a petty criminal from Wisconsin. And actually one of the articles I read said that he really enjoyed living there cause he actually got like a real job. Oh, he was like a clerk at some company and like, I don't know if it was like to scam or something, but he enjoyed living pretty anonymously there for a while. Okay. Um, especially because the BOI had no idea where he was But unfortunately for him That was kind of the headquarters of The search for him oh. So like that was like the location they were basing everything out of um, And they find A blood spattered car That they knew he had stolen Um, On like a side street Like right outside the city And so they're like okay we know he's in the city Right Um. So then On August 23rd Homer, who was kind of like John's closest ally, was killed by former Saint Paul Police Chief Tom Brown and current um, Saint Paul Police Chief Frank Cullen. Now I don't know if you remember, but John—sorry, uh, not John—Tom um, Brown has actually popped up in another episode. He was in the Jesse James one. Oh, so I will be covering him eventually. So don't t- don't cover him. I won't. <laughs> Because I think he has a very interesting, interesting Yeah, because he story. was definitely corrupt for a while. Uh-huh. If it's the same Tom Brown, which, how many Tom Browns have been police chief in St. Paul? I don't know. Probably only one. <laughs> that would be my, my assumption. Um, so uh, Poor Homer. Just kidding. <laughs> our friend. Um, so while John was living, and this was while John was living in Chicago. So, while he's living in Chicago, he meets a woman named Polly Hamilton. She met him in June of 1934, and it said that she looked remarkably like Billy. I
1: was going to say, whoa, here, John, what about Billy? Poor Billy, She didn't squeal on you. Well, and he. has been your ride or die. Yeah.
0: And he actually um, really wanted to rescue her. Like he like had come up with a whole big plan to try and rescue her. And he was talked out of it by other members of his gang because they were like, it's never going to work. They know you're going to come for her. Right. Like they're going to be ready for you. And so he like abandoned the plan. Uh, Um,
1: Polly came along.
0: Yeah. And um, Polly was um, a former prostitute and. Sex worker yes sorry thank you um it said prostitute my no, source yeah yeah i'm so sorry you guys um and so like she had this really shady friend who was a, a madam at that brothel that she had been working at named anna so anna contacts the boi oh Because Anna was a Romanian immigrant and she had been threatened with deportation due to, quote, low moral character, end quote, and offered BOI agents information on where John Dillinger was in exchange for not being deported. I mean, save yourself, girl. (laughs) Guess what? Didn't work. They still deported her later. You're kidding. Nope. They Uh were like, yeah, we won't deport you. We promise. Wink, 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 wink. And then, like three years later they deported her back to romania boo <laughs> well that's what you get for being a betrayer i guess for who she betrayed the she betrayed john and and uh polly and actually almost got other people killed in the process well, because i mean they kind
1: of deserved it not innocent
0: people emily well no but <laughs> you shouldn't get deported for doing the right thing but is it the right thing if you're doing it to save your own skin moral yeah. questions. i don't think it is if they're bad mm, I don't know I think we're <laughs> are we gonna
1: disagree on this one?
0: I think we're having to have to agree to disagree cause I, That's I think what she did was real shady
1: and I think it was right yeah it, um okay so be, I think it'd be different if they were like best friends forever but
0: well and like at this point like he wasn't really doing anything wrong anymore but he had yeah but he also got fucked over and served a ton of jail time for something that he shouldn't have said. <laughs> We're going to disagree on this one. I just I, kind of, I just kind of feel bad for him. I feel like he's kind of a tragic soul. Well, I would agree with that. But at the same time, like, you can't just, like... I know. Do live a life of crime and then expect not to have I know. He had the consequences. They just happened first. <laughs> I did my waiting. <laughs> Ten years. Nine years of it. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank knife. you. Nice. Um, okay, so, let's see, um, Anna tells the BOI that John is dating Polly, and that the three of them were going to see a movie the next day. She told them that she would wear an orange dress to help stand out to the agents, because she wasn't sure which of the two theaters they were going to, and here's the other thing that made me kind of sad, was, like, he was, like, trying to be really nice and had invited her along on their date night. And he was like, hey, you want to come with us? And she was like, oh, sure. Oh, I'm going to make fried chicken. And then like, oh, I don't have any butter. I'll be right back. And then she runs down to the store, calls the BOI, gets the butter, and then comes back. And I was like, shady, shady lady. You do what you got to do, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) So a team of BOI agents went to each of the two theaters um, because, again, they didn't know which one I was going to be at. And they were like, damn it, we are not losing him again. Um but when they came out John Dillinger made the lookout so he like saw the the agent and was like he's a fucking agent. And so he tries to run away. And as he's running he tries to pull his gun out of his like jacket pocket like the it's like inside the jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm making a lot of his hand motions. His inside motion. pocket? Yeah, I'm making a lot of hand motions that doesn't help you guys at all. Right. Um And so he runs into a nearby alley, which they've already, the BOI has already blocked off. Um, Three agents, Charles Hurt, Charles, or, oh, that was, one of these is not a Charles. I messed up. So three agents, Hurt, Winstead, and Hollis (laughs) follow him into the alleyway and they shoot John four times. Two bullets graze him. One caused a superficial wound on his right side. And the fatal bullet entered through the back of his neck, severed his spinal cord, went through his brain, and exited just under his right eye. Ugh. Yeah. You're welcome. I read it, so you had to hear it. <laughs> 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 um, John Dillinger was pronounced dead at, um, the hospital, because they did call an ambulance for him, because they were like, well, we don't know if he's going to survive or not, because he lived for a little bit. Um... And he was pronounced dead on July 22nd, 1934, around 1040 p.m. People were literally dipping cloth from like their handkerchiefs and skirts and newspapers into his blood as souvenirs. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, isn't that gross? Um, Four death masks were made of his face and his body was available for public display with an approximated um, 1,500 people. Coming to view the body. I don't understand people's fascination with, like, that kind of thing I back don't, in the day. Yeah, I don't get it either. And, like, pu- public executions. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I'm, like, ooh. Weird. No, thank you. Yeah. um, You know what a death mask is, right? No. Okay, so a death mask is basically, a, like, a plaster mask that they would make after you died. So it was, like, an impression of your face. Right. Just because. Just, just okay. And, like, he was, like, one of the most notorious criminals i think he was literally public enemy number one for a really long time him and harry potter (laughs) undesirable (laughs) yeah harry potter's undesirable number one um so during his approximately year i wrote (laughs) yearish of crime um john dillinger and his gang killed 10 men wounded three staged three jailbreaks killing a sheriff in one and wounding two guards in another and that, my friend, is the story of John Dillinger. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, it, it was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. To be completely honest with you, interesting ending.
1: I I heard his name, but I didn't really know his story.
0: So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's quite the story. That's for sure. Um, J. Edver, Edgar Hoover made him like his mission to get him. Um it was like a really big deal For them to get him and then there was some like Speculation for a while that it wasn't Actually him because Oh he got all this plastic surgery But then the plastic surgery was like really Cosmetic stuff so Wouldn't that be interesting If it wasn't actually him wouldn't that be horrible If it wasn't actually him yeah I guess yeah that would be horrible Really sad um but then like The I think they I think it's believed that agent Hollis is the one that actually got him with the killing shot. And, like, J. Edgar Hoover, like, actually, like, presented him with, like, an award. Oh, wow. So, like, they really wanted John Dillinger gone. Right. So, um, my sources were wikipedia.org, fbi.gov, and pbs.org. And it was so funny because I read the Wikipedia one first. And that's, like, it's not, like, making him out to be a hero. But it's just, like, wi- really factual. Uh-huh. And then the FBI.gov one was like, this dastardly criminal, John Dillinger, who terrorized the United States or the Midwest for years. And I was like, wow, you guys are really biased. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really kind of funny to like see such different, different ways of the story being written. Right. So. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to try and do the social? Midwest.
1: <laughs> mw madness podcast on instagram mm-hmm. mw madness podcast at com, and midwest
0: madness podcast the group on facebook and then there's a twitter i'm looking to see if i wrote it down it's mw madness pod on twitter perfect um yeah other than that we hope you guys enjoy the warming weather Yes. One of my friends lives in South Dakota. She said it was seventy-two there today. I'm wow. furious because it was not that nice here. It was, it was like nice sixty. Yeah, it so. was nice, but it wasn't seventy-two. 72. No, we still
1: snow. So nice, but it's getting there. Yep. Um.
0: Just everyone pray this cold goes <laughs> away. Send Emily all the good vibes you have. Please. She's I have really sick of being sick. a party coming up, and I don't want to be sick for it. We have like a month until that comes. No. Three weeks. Three weeks. That's almost a month there, buddy. That's three weeks. <laughs> Goes fast. So, here we found out last weekend that I'm going to a bachelorette party and Emily's going to a bachelorette party. They're the same day, the same time, and the same places. <laughs> yes. Um, so. The only
1: difference is I'll be blacked out and Danielle will be sober. Yeah. So.
0: So I told her and um, the The bachelorette that she's going with, I was like, every time I see you, I'm taking a picture of you because I cannot wait to just watch them get progressively more and more drunk. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, it's going to be rough. So I can't wait. (laughs) But fun. Um, Okay. (laughs) Other than that, you guys, we will talk to you next Tuesday and we hope you have a great week. Yep. Bye.